Yo, 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 what's up? What's going on, everybody? It is Demarcus, your Empowered King, back again. And to my right... This is Mr. Just My Thoughts himself. You guys already know. Hey, man, welcome back to another episode of Just My Thoughts. We know it's been a little minute since y'all heard from us. Really, actually, not that long, anyway. But we actually have another special guest in the From the Hip studio. Please is, introduce... Is she, what? is she special or is she part of the family? I, don't feel like she part I mean, of the... you can be special and be part of the family. You're right, you know she's a saying? special person. Part yeah, she's a special person yeah. part she of the family. She's a special part in of the family. In her own special way. There you go. Oh, yeah. First lady in the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please introduce yourself. My name is Jessica Mock. Yes. Oh, man. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm really excited, not just because of the off-cam stuff we already talked about, but honestly, just because hearing this woman's energy and her vibe, I'm like, yo, D, you don't chose another good one, man. How you be choosing the right folks, man? You know what they say, man? When you travel positive energy, you, you attract like-minded people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just... Fate, man. It's just... That's what it, what it is. She, she, got me, yeah. she got me excited, man. I, I was like, dang. Cause you know, I mean, this is what this is about. We, yeah. we everybody on the same page, but it's just organically connecting with who we are. Right. And so for our audience, just just so they get to know you, if you don't mind, just give them a little short little bio. Talk about yourself. Tell about yourself. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess most people say be quiet. Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Jessica. I'm a personal trainer at Modern Boxing Sports Performance. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to the fam. Um, I've been training amazing individuals for about six to seven years now, um, full time for a full like year. Um, I've honestly enjoyed getting into personal training. Obviously, I got into it mostly for mental health, like I was telling you guys, you know, off cam. Yeah. It's it's important to uplift people, so that's that's what I do. That's what I I've always done, even when my regular nine to five. That's pretty much what I what I loved and doing it was just really just helping people understand like everything that you believe comes true you know mm. if you believe in yourself and you're more positive you put positive energy out right so right. that's all 100% me all the time so when did you feel like was like the aha moment for you like because I know for like D and me like there's like kind of like that aha moment what, what do you feel like was yours I think <clears throat> I've had it honestly a few times throughout my 28 years okay okay because I know most people have it and like her that feels like just turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was it's, not going to say nothing. I was like, mm. it's, oh, the, okay. it's the Asian. Yeah. Smooth buttery smooth. Right, right. But I mean, you know, because I feel like a lot of people have that moment uh, either in, during their midlife crisis or Ooh. when they're going through the phase of retiring oh. is when they're like, damn, like, I don't really know if I did enough in my 55 years right. to actually sit down and enjoy the money, the somewhat money that I actually saved, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I really think it was just watching people that are older than me go through that phase, because I have mm -hmm. a lot of older friends. Right. You know, some of them are in their late 60s, late 40s, you know, mm -hmm. mid 30s. Okay. So I have like different perspectives of people and how they live their life. Mm -hmm. And I just realized like at the age of like 16, watching people go through phases of going into college or graduating from college and then you know starting their career and then realizing like damn i spent four years doing something and i really hate this job yeah and now i'm stuck because i gotta pay for this loan Facts. you know and then that moment i was like okay one i don't know if school is for me because mm. i have like an artistic mindset like right. you know and it's it's natural because people that are into other individuals that are like uh, very outgoing 
I think we all think differently. Yes. You know, we think differently just because it's it's natural. Like it's an artistic, you know, thing that you have in your body. And by the time I was in my twenties, I realized like, okay, obviously I'm not enjoying school. I want to try and see if I want to be a business owner. So yeah. I tried. I honestly tried different jobs, different types of businesses, wow. just to see, you know, what it is that makes my brain yeah. tick. Yeah. And at that moment, I I got into. Um, doing like financial services and I, I like the atmosphere mm. of like being around a lot of people that were all about their mindset hundred yeah. percent of the time you know and it's, and it's crazy when you think about it because most people when they get into uh, a multi-level marketing business yeah they one think like dang that's a lot of money you gotta spend it's yeah. a lot of time that you gotta put into it I honestly I didn't really care about any of that I just loved being around positive people that ambiance yeah. yeah and and honestly if you think about it if you were to work a regular corporate financial job it's not like that at all mm. versus that one it's like the same yeah. steps right but completely different mm. mindset mm. like these people would go in and they're just basically throwing in their all to make all this money in the hopes and dreams that they're going to make it by the time that they do all these different you know yeah whatever tears and yeah. stuff like that and i enjoyed watching people grow and it's i mean even if their business didn't expand mm -hmm. i just like the fact that their mindset expanded yeah exactly and that's what i enjoyed and then after that I think 20, 2020, like right before COVID, realizing that working this job that I thought that I loved, mm -hmm. being a corporate job, you know, you're kind of like, you have the luxury to do the things that you want, right? And then they give you tasks to do, and then when you accomplish them, you feel great. Yeah. At that moment, when I stopped working that job and I realized, you know, I don't think that's what I want to do. I want to do more because I think I'm a... I'm a type of person that likes to serve people. Right. By serving, I think I have to help people feel wanted, needed, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's like the nurturing type. Cause there's, yeah. honestly, I think that I've spent a lot of time seeing what type of person I am. Cause in, in the world, a lot of people don't realize that there's different types of people. Mm -hmm. There's usually a nurturer, you know, type, like a, somebody needs to serve, yeah. somebody needs to lead and, and guide people. Mm -hmm. And I think if you don't find that type of niche of yeah. what you are, it's hard for you to figure out your identity. Ooh, okay. And you go a lot of time throughout your life not realizing the type of love that you need and the type of love you need to give out to people. Wow. And it's, it's excruciating. Not to cut you off, but let me ask you this. With understanding that, right? Mm -hmm. And then taking on basically the responsibility that comes with that. How does that take a toll? Because... You being that type of person, like you have your own world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're taking on other people's yeah. stuff too. Like it doesn't just turn off soon as because you are adapting yeah. with these people. How yeah. do you take that? Because I know it can be a lot on you to carry your burden along yeah. with everybody else. What helps you get through that? Or what, what helps you like be able to maintain that yeah. on top of everything else personally. Like, how do you allow, like, how do you not allow other people to affect you? Like, what they got going on. Or just with, uh, on top of your own life. On top of your own life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. that takes a great responsibility when you are. Taking on other Yeah, because you, you yeah. do. Because you, especially when you love what you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't help but to connect yeah. with the emotion and everything that comes yeah. with that. How do you manage? I think it's, well, for me personally, I think it's natural instinct. Because okay. I've spent so much time figuring out my triggers, the things that I enjoy, and the things that bring me joy. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not a lot of work. Because I know a lot of people become psychologists, mm -hmm. one for the money, or because they think that they want to help people. Right. But honestly, becoming a psychologist is not just 
mental draining, it's also emotional mm-hmm. because you're sitting there listening and you have to put yourself in their shoes most of the time. Yeah. You know? And I think for me it's just I listen to what they have to say and honestly, majority of the time people just want an ear. So yeah. it's not a lot of loading on that people do for me. It's just me just sitting there listening and then I honestly just tell them. Like you have to believe in yourself. You have to really think about the bigger picture of things. Mm-hmm. I'll explain it for like both sides so that way they can kind of understand. And then at that point, it's like usually people kind of get it, yeah. you know, they don't really, people don't really tend to sit in the negativity too much when I give them both sides. I'm, yeah. I'm neither more positive or more negative. Mm-hmm. I'll give them neutral. Yeah. I'll say, hey, this is, you're feeling this probably because of this. Right. And then you have to sit in that other person's shoes and kind of, you know, realize like hmm. maybe this is why they're making you feel like that. Mm-hmm. It's because you're making them feel like this by saying this. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not like, I don't feel drain almost yeah. never and yeah. it's, it's it's crazy so i don't know if it's like something that i've just learned to do over time because going through a traumatic experience as a kid and having to realize like i have to figure that out on my own like i can't have someone else do it for me you, you know? figured that out like 16 when, I, when you kind of the idea i think so forward? yeah yeah because when you <clears throat> when you go through the phase of like you know for hispanics you have a, a quinceanera because that's like your coming out type mm-hmm. of thing uh-huh. For me, it was like almost the same thing, just in my mind, Mm -hmm. like realizing like, okay, there's different types of things that are okay and not okay, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think going through, because when I was younger, I was molested as as a child. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people don't realize when that happens, it's usually a cycle. Some people just think like, oh, why me? Why did that happen to me? You Mm -hmm. know, am I prone to that? Is there something wrong with me? I spent a lot of time looking into that and really, it's all just a cycle because mm-hmm. the same person that did that happened to him and it happened to that person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people don't look at it and, and really pay attention. And honestly, it can be in the smallest type of ways. It doesn't have to be <clears throat> all physical. And of course, it's always going to be someone that you know and trust right. because they know. And those are predatory people because they understand, like, because they went through it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they have that mindset of like, this is how it was done to me. I will make you feel comfortable Right. To go through it. I mean, Oprah had a conversation. <clears throat> she said the same thing. Really? She said the same exact thing, and I completely understood. A lot of people felt uncomfortable about the way that she said it, mm. but it's it's, it's so, true. Yeah. It's true because, and it's any life cycle, any traumatic experience, whether it has to do with gang violence or rape or anything like that, mm. it takes a toll on your mental health because if you don't sit there and actually think about it, everybody is going through something, and if you don't get control of the things that are happening to you, you will continue to put that same cycle on the people mm-hmm. that you encounter mm-hmm. throughout your life. And it doesn't have to be right away. It doesn't have to be that you intentionally do it. It happens slowly, and you don't Sometimes even know. Subconsciously. <clears throat> Excuse me. Subconsciously. Yeah. Because you're so trapped into that zone, you're not even realizing your, the reflections is coming out like mm-hmm. through your actions. Exactly. And then I think usually the age between 20 and 24, I feel like for most people that I've noticed, they usually go through this phase of, Okay, now that I'm at, I've graduated from college, I need to get married, I need to buy a house, I need right. to do this, I need to have kids. Mm-hmm. And you start to have all this stressors that like come out from society putting all this pressure that you need to have your life together by a certain age mm-hmm. and do things in a certain way. Honestly, I know plenty of people that have had kids first and then went to school and then got married. Yeah. You know? And not even with the same person that they had kids with. Mm-hmm. And now they're completely happy. That's crazy you said that. Because mm-hmm. yesterday... I got a visit from like somebody that I've known forever. 
And I've known their little sisters since they were like five, so their sisters are like about to be 20. Yeah. Going through the phase, trying to find out who she was. And all I kept saying to her was, enjoy your life. Like, you're going to go through those stages where, you know, I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was an astronaut. Yeah. yeah. But, but, <laughs> you still can. Yeah, you still yeah. Can. I still yeah. can. But won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah. on other things. But, yeah, I, I was just telling her, like, like you got to go through them those cycles in life because we are so conditioned. To where, you know, we are taught, oh, between this age and this age, you're supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when we don't fulfill those things in that time frame that we're told, we feel incomplete. Or as if it's something wrong right. with us. When, as we got older, we realized, like, wait, this picture that was painted for us is either not like that yeah. or it's a lot more that, like, it doesn't happen that way. Because everybody's course yeah. is different. different. Right. And, and we tend to, um like, that, that does a psyche thing on you too when you feeling like and I know like in the Hispanic culture when women are not married and they have kids at a certain age it's kind of like what's wrong with her mm-hmm. and her, she might not want that like she, she might want to do something else but right. we are so conditioned like in that way right? to where when we reach a certain level we feel like you know then we're comparing ourselves to other people's lives you know what I'm saying and trying to figure out like why are we not like that and all yeah. that when in actuality it's nothing wrong with us our path is just different, and because life is so unpredictable, right. and it doesn't happen that way. So they, you're right. Yeah. So how do you feel like? Because you guys are bringing up two. I mean, you guys both brought up the word conditioning. Right? So how do you feel like someone can break that condition? Because I'm sure there's people out there in the audience that are like going through a similar situation or a situation that kind of has like uh, a certain nuance to it, where it's just like oh, I don't know if I can really do that or make that jump. Like how do you? How would you be able to help somebody, or what would you say to help somebody to be able to break that conditioning that they've had? I think finding a mentor is the most important part. Say, say that one more time. The loud. <laughs> finding a mentor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Is the most important part. Finding someone that has already experienced the hard parts of life to be able to tell you. Because mm. honestly, I think that was the most difficult thing is for me trying to figure it out for the past. 15 years right and that was me by myself right you know and I think I tried to hang on to someone's tailcoat so tight that was older than me mm. and then I realized like I can't I can't live their life right. I have to learn to live mine and create mine mm-hmm. and not try and compare it because <clears throat> it was it was difficult but I think finding somebody to help guide you through your changes mm-hmm. and then really understanding that you have to do your research right you have to do it like you can't you can't wake up one day and just say, I want to be so freaking happy. I want to create this positive vibe around everyone. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to love me. Like, it just, honestly, it doesn't happen that way. You have to really understand the triggers, like the things that make you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. the things that make you feel insecure. And you have to look into it and go deep, deep back and, mm-hmm. and really pay attention to the exact moment when it happens that you feel that insecurity. Why am I feeling insecure? Like, really ask yourself. And honestly, keep a journal. Write it down. I did it for a whole damn year. Yeah. I looked hella crazy doing yeah. it. But, I mean, it worked. Because when I went back and read it, I, I started to understand. Right. Like, okay, this is what made me feel insecure. This is what made me think and, you know, stay up all night. And at 3 a.m. be sitting there like, yeah. damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why did I say that? Yeah. You know? It's just, like, stuff like that. Like, you have to really take care of yourself and take the time to do it. Right. Because a lot of people will do all kinds of self-help books, self-help courses, mm-hmm. self-help events, 
self-help oh let me hire someone to come to my house and you know do a spiritual cleansing yeah girl you still got to do a spiritual cleansing even yeah, after she even leaves that, like bro. it doesn't stop when, when bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh it, my god that, and that's the reason why yeah. i got into personal training is because it's the same damn thing right yeah. you have a personal trainer twice a week three times a week you still got to eat right you yeah. still got to sleep you still got to wake up yeah. and do everything else you like got an hour with me but what about those other 23 hours exactly like yeah. you're it's not just going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen magically by you mm. showing up to the gym right same thing i think of you know, mental health and emotional health is just like the gym. You right. got to show up for yourself and you got to do the work outside of it too. Mm. You can't just say, you know, I, I want to be better. I want to be truly happy. Right. And to be truly happy, you have to have uncomfortable conversations with yourself in the mirror, mm. honestly, in the mirror. Because 100%, I will tell you right now, mm. if you ask at least 25 people to look at themselves and say, I love you to themselves without looking away mm. for three minutes, they can't do it. Cannot do it. Uh, I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that is kind of tough. <laughs> no, I, I freaking vibe with that so much. And this actually, like, I actually had this question um, last week. I was actually asking myself this question because obviously being in our training industry, right, is that even for, like, not even so much our students or our clients, as I rather put it, right, we even think about it for us as like, okay, if I want to build up my clientele, I got to make sure this person looks right. Mm -hmm. So for you, how do you feel like you've um, handled like, okay, my client may not be looking good right now, but then like being able to get more clients, like how do you, yeah, how do you handle those type of situations where it's like not trying to make yourself out to what their their results are? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. not having the Instagram all type. Yeah. Client. There you go. Yes. Yes. So yeah. How do you, so yeah, how do you handle that? Honestly, I've gotten more clients uh. because I don't have the ideal people. Hey. And because of the way that I promote and brand myself online. Mm -hmm. You know, I always tell people, I've, I put positive things out there because mm -hmm. I want people to understand. Like if you go back into my social media, I have things that nobody would probably put on there. Mm. You know, they because they would feel self-conscious. I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't give a damn. I didn't put anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. So I do all that work for nothing yeah, that day. Exactly. <laughs> and I think the tipping point was me just being very honest with mm. myself and my clients. They just basically push out this aura of being superbly happy mm -hmm. and with their life and majority of them don't have you know private accounts so they you know yeah, and yeah, i know yeah. girls be snooping oh yeah mm -hmm. you know girls and guys they'd be yeah. lurking and lurking yeah. Oh, yeah. and you can see from the moment that they start and it's all them it's not just me it's mm -hmm. all them just realizing you know damn i can actually do this mm -hmm. i can actually go 30 pounds heavier i can actually pick up this weight I can actually last a whole damn hour doing, ex you know, yeah, real work, like real, yeah, real work. Yeah. And I think that's, that's honestly what's done it for me is reassuring my clients that they're doing, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, girl, that's all you. Yeah. All I, all I did was I, I was a so. positive, yeah. you know, person in your ear to tell you to pick that shit yeah, up. I was screaming. Yeah. I, I, was, yeah. I was yelling, yeah. but you it still was all motivation. Yeah, it's all motivation. It's inspiration. And I, I think I, I had told you that that I had realized, um, like your clients is all different, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know, and not to knock anybody out there, but there's certain trainers where you see a certain type of clientele. Mm -hmm. But I, I realized, like, like with her, you see like. People who would naturally be subconscious yeah. to have an, an attractive, like like trainer, yeah. 
like like yeah. God, yeah. like older yeah. men that you would naturally, and it's like they're just so locked in. And yeah. I, I and I I noticed that about her. It's 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 a wide span of what she caters to. Yeah. In a sense, cares, but their comfortability that I see when they're working out with her. Yeah. It's not like they hold it back in subconscious. It's like you open up that 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 realm. Yeah. So it, that expands to like other people. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I mean, I like to make it a a safe space for people. Mm. You know, because honestly, being a personal trainer, if you want to be a great personal trainer, it comes with you have to create a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to create a connection. And anything that has to do with being in the people building type of business, you have to have this one-on-one yeah. umbilical cord at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is essentially someone that you're helping change their life, not just physically, but mentally, because now that they feel healthier physically and they can now do all these things in their mind, they're thinking, wow, I can actually jump rope longer, I could do this quicker, and then they start to feel a little bit better about themselves. Mm-hmm. They start to build, you know, a stronger connection of their, um, you know, self-awareness mm-hmm. now at that point. And a lot of times, it, they could be, it doesn't matter the age, there's a lot of people that don't have their own self-identity. Mm-hmm. And that comes into play with so many things, you know. And when you don't have that, like, how are you going to teach your kids about mental health, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, I, I try to create a space where they understand, like, you're not just building muscles here. You're building the muscle in your brain, too. So that's where it starts. Because I want you to feel comfortable. Like, I mean, technically, you are very uncomfortable. You're very vulnerable at that point, right? Oh, As, yeah. Especially yeah. when you're laying on your back and you, you ain't sure if you right, can do that sit-up right. or not. Muscle burning. <laughs> 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 you want to stop 10 minutes? Long, right? Like, I've had people tell me, I will legit pay you, ten, like, extra to let me stop. 10 minutes. Hey, you know? bro. Hey, that's, that's enticing to me. Right? I'd be like, uh, uh, you can take a break today. Yeah, I'm like, no. But no, right. no, yeah, breaks, no breaks. No breaks. <laughs> you got five seconds. Uh, <laughs> you got five seconds. I'd be like, oh, she crazy. She ain't gonna take no money or something. I'm trying hey, to pay you extra. Hey, that's the person you gotta be careful. That's right, the right. Like, oh, no, she's right. right. No, you, you ain't. I'm the one suffering, and, and, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to get both of us, right? I'm trying to help you out. Like, All I want to do is stop. That's the- I got to see it. I got to get to that space. I'm thinking of bills. That's what gets uh, in my mind. I'm like, right? Hey. And you know what? I do need that extra. So, uh, right? 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 All right, cool. That's a pain. Justin's like, no. 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 I'm fine. Yeah. I'm me. You ain't come here to waste my time. I'm- hey, bro. The trainer ain't got nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, but that make you respect him, though. Hey, Real. That make you read that, that that brings a lot of respect. That that you know your your craft. It, it helps you. Uh, it helps them be Trust. motivated. Yeah, and because I, I, I was gonna ask you like, how do you, or what what is it that you think you instill in that person like when they leave you? Because you know most people they this hour I'm giving as soon as it's cut off it's, it's like yeah I'm done. Yeah. But then I know you like I I know he's good at at uh spotting like. Yo, you, you ain't been working out. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, he'll know. Hey, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking, like, he'll know. Like, you know. This, this person ain't been a... Yeah. yeah, you just did it when you was here, but when you went right back to the to, to your mess. <laughs> yeah. You did it but wrong. to keep it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then they come back, and you can see the progress, which gave you evidence that they've been Doing working work. out mm-hmm. outside of... But that, right there, like that example you gave, because that brings belief. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, this person can't... Won't take a couple extra dollars for... 
Like, it's just 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I'm on the last. And you won't do that. You still, like, push them, like, no. Like, and that is still, like, yeah. you came this far. Resilience. And, yeah, like, like that, that drops that, like, that belief in them yeah. to keep going. It's yeah. like, damn, because there's a reason. You might not understand yeah. it. It might be like, she crazy as bad shit. But <laughs> you might, but it's like, damn, she wouldn't let me quit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I can see how that will motivate them when they get home. It's like, damn, let me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they like, damn, when I didn't believe I couldn't go them extra miles, like, you showed me mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. And that inspires them to. Uh, yeah, heck yeah. I, I think that's why every client of mine, when they leave, they leave with a smile. Yeah. I, I can't ever. And a tear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a tear. Maybe a little bit of sweat. Yeah. <laughs> like, happy tears. Happy tears. Happy tears. Shaking. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's honestly just cause I needed that. Mm. I, I create the type of person for specific people that I needed mm. when I was growing up or when I was going through a tough time or when I was trying to be a better person. And that's, that's the thing is that honestly, there's not enough people in the world. Right. that have that part of their brain that turns on and says, okay, this person obviously needs help, so I'm going to... And it's just going the extra mile. Like, mm-hmm. going the extra mile does so much, and mm-hmm. people don't realize that. Like, you don't have to expect anything in return. As long as you do it, you will always be granted all kinds of opportunities, you know, just based off of putting positive energy out in the universe. Mm-hmm. It'll always bounce right back. Mm-hmm. Times 10. Yeah. And people don't realize that, like... I do things not for the money, not for fame, nothing. Not just for anyone to say, hey, you know, great job. I saw what you were doing, right. you know? I don't, I I hate when people do that. I'm yeah. like, don't watch me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't even don't, look don't, my don't, way. Don't, don't, don't put that on me. <laughs> exactly. It's just people don't take the time. I'm, I don't know if it's just because they're lazy or just because the world makes you feel like there's no time to be nice. There's no time to you know, make time for other people. Like, why do that? That's a waste of time. That's I a waste of money. People are, you know? are selfish. Yeah. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, it's at a convenience for yeah. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain entitlement, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even going to say entitlement because I, I just think we are so, like anything in the world, it doesn't really affect people yeah. until they experience it personally instead of just having that compassion. Like, damn, that's, that's just not right. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's right and wrong. And people, like I can say, like just even what what my journey for this. Like I don't have to speak on who I am because people know. Yeah. And you know I, I give love just for the fact of giving love. You doing yeah. good. I want everybody to know and all that stuff. And so like my issue growing up is always I've always had a problem asking for help, mm-hmm. but because the help has never really been there. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's certain things that you know I shouldn't have to ask for certain. Things. And again, I'm just conditioned a certain way. I don't even know if it's conditioned. It's just. I just look at the world like that. Like, yeah. I want I want my, my people to, if I, I got it, y'all got it. Yeah. But it's one hand washed the other. It's not like baggage or or whatever. Yeah. But it's, and it blows my mind when I don't see that naturally in other people. And that helps me realize, like, everybody's different. And I always say, we make the biggest mistake by expecting to see us in other people. Like, mm-hmm. you can't expect you from somebody else. Right. But the test, my biggest test is, because I, I never had a problem saying no. I, I, I'll tell you, get going like quick. Yeah. But my biggest test is to not be that person because anything like I achieve, like yeah, all that that's feel. Mm-hmm. That's like okay, cool. Like like yeah. I, I got it. I just feel, but it's never 
just to prove you wrong. Because yeah. to me, when that's your motivation to prove it to somebody, once you achieve it, where's the fulfillment? Yeah, it's a limit. You know what I'm saying? And I just know in the back of my mind, like, you're going to see me. But no bitter feelings because you're not about to damper whatever it is I got going on. Right. And, but that's just like in life, period. And I think we are so consumed in what we go through personally, which you can't really blame people for that. Yeah. But the world is bigger than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that leads me into like my next question for Jed is like, how do you feel like the traumas you've experienced in your life mm-hmm. have shaped you to who you are now? But before I let you answer that, yo, thank y'all so much for watching From the Hip. Y'all, y'all already know how to go. <laughs> if y'all want to watch, y'all got to watch the next episode and tune into next week because y'all know how this all goes, man. Hey, this is this, this is how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You do it every time. He asks me questions. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, dang. Well, next time. Next time. Hey, y'all. So, but that's been another episode of From the Hip. I am Demarcus, your uh, Empower King. You can find me at I am underscore the underscore Empower underscore King. And to my right. Mr. I'm going to be honest. I hate introducing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just, but, you know. And Mrs. Mrs. Just my girl. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> Mr. 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 Just My Thoughts himself, you already know what's happening. Yes. And right here we are, special guest. Me, Just Buff Jess. Miss Kick Your Ass. Yeah. You know. All right, y'all tune in next week for the next episode. Love y'all. Peace. Have some fun, y'all.